Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 45-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. So we're going to have a nice hip opening practice today to uh, just get, send this week out in style. Sounds good. Maybe some shoulder and, and neck opening as well. Just general mobility. We're going to start in Tarasana. So have a seat. Tarasana is like Bhattakanasana butterfly, but it's longer. So star pose and uh, one of the ways you can measure it out easy peasy is to sit to one side of your mat and then take your heels to the other side uh, not long ways the, the way that uh, would make most sense another way to do it is that uh, if you were to bow your head would meet your heels if it were to go all the way down we're not going to work on that right now, but you can, you can kind of imagine that. Third way to think of Tarasana is that your knees make about a 90 degree angle. So in Bhattakanasana, heels are in real close, a butterfly, and then the legs are at acute angles. And with Tarasana, we're working more for that 90 degree angle. So that being said, if you're not comfortable seated in this pose, feel free to take the positioning that works for you. We're going to begin with hands at the shins and use the hands to help pull your spine in to sit tall and breathe. Work on taking breath just into the center of the body. Let the lungs fill in all directions. And you'll expand your ribs side to side, front to back. Also, bottom to top with each inhale, and then feel that equal contraction with the exhale. Steady in here for a few rounds of even, steady breath. Or like that and notice your ability, right? whatever you may think of your ability to meditate or get quiet, get still, right? just the ability that you have to shift into breathing practice and move your attention and awareness to the absolute most important, most essential thing to create a steady and calm rhythm whatever else may be going on around you or inside you.
With our next inhale, pull into the shins with the hands. And just sit up one inch taller. When you exhale, you're going to hinge at your hips, slide your hands down toward your ankles. So now we have about a half bow that we're going to really pull the heart forward like cow pose and then round back like cat pose. So some spinal mobilization here. Heart forward. And round back. Pull forward. And round back. And begin to move this in circles. So pull forward. Take the rib cage over to the right. Circle around the left. Back at center, we'll switch direction. Clockwise and counterclockwise circles of the ribs. And this is definitely rib cage mobilization. But if you go a little deeper with your awareness, what's beginning to happen at your low back, at your hips? Next round through, pause at center. And slowly up to seated, upright. As tall as you are, go up with the back of your skull, with the tips of your ears up. Just a little nod in of your chin. The chin moving toward that notch in the collarbones. Side to side with the head. Real slow, steady with that breath. And then we'll pause with the right ear toward the right shoulder. And drop the left shoulder blade down your back, left elbow heavy. Bring chin back in toward the collarbones, that notch right at the center. And head to the other side. Again, you're going to drop the right shoulder blade down, making space in the neck. Slowly bring that back to center. Pause. Lift from the back of your skull. So think about stacking the head from 
back of the skull lifting up. And you bring your chin to level, your nose to point straight ahead. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. Take your right hand out to the side. Roll onto your right outer thigh. Use your left hand to press the left inner thigh away. And if that's feeling good, everything's good with you there, lay down the uh, lay the right elbow down and reach the left arm over into a side bend. If it's enough to uh, hold the hand at the inner thigh, or if you get more out of that, stay with it. Breath in. Breath out in side bends. Be real good to your neck. So for a lot of us, just turning to look down, keeping the back of the neck long. It would be the best option. Breath in. And then slowly up to seated. Pause. Take a moment so that you're upright. And then I'm going to rock onto left hip. So you really you're going over on that sitting bone and lifting them right. And then just a little pressure inside the leg. Just enough. Come down to left forearm. Might be enough. You may want to reach the right arm overhead and across. Breathe here. And then coming back to center. Undo it. Come on up. A big shoulder shrug here. Take it over to down dog. Plant your hands. Step back. The hands pressing down and forward. Find the thumb and first finger knuckle. Spread your fingers out. There's a whole inner ring of knuckles. And the, the middle finger knuckle, probably really light. Ring finger knuckle, maybe also very light on the mat. You feel the cup of your palm. You feel the outer circle. Press straight down through that outer circle. Press the thumb and first finger knuckle forward and down. Bend your knees and slide. That hip crease up and back. Elongating side bodies. Breath in. You breathe out. Turn your right toes to the diagonal. Bend your left knee, right hip up and back as both hands press down and forward. Breathe in. Breathe out, back to center. We're going to inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, take knees down. Slowly lower your whole body to the mat. Reach back through your toes, elongate your legs, and cobra. Heart forward, big toes back. Release down, slow press up to hands and knees. Back to down dog. And then left toes to the diagonal. Bend your right knee. You know, again, palms straight down. So when you press the circle of knuckles down, You'll feel the arm bone shift. 
And then when you reach through thumb and first finger, that L-shape plowing forward, the elongation happens. Tighten the left leg, send the hip crease up and back. Add here a reach through your pinky and ring finger tip. Now the upper back is broadening. In. Breath out, undo that, come back to center and down dog. Then we'll inhale forward to a high plank. Take a moment and really elongate yourself. You might need to move your feet around and just get there. Then exhale, knees down. You have plenty of time to slowly lower this. Cobra, reach back through the point of your big toe. So you pull your elbows back, hug them in. And then release down slowly. Press up to hands and knees. Back to down dog. Take a moment there. Have a breath. Open your mouth. Let it go. Look forward. Walk forward. Top of the mat. We'll breathe in. Lift halfway. And then exhale, fold. Press feet down. Inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, we'll bow forward, moving into some lunge salutations. Focus on breath and rhythm here. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe the feet apart. Right leg back. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, hands to the mouth. Step back, down dog or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. We're going to step the right foot straight ahead. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, hands down and step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, breathe out, oh, breathe in, reach up, breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart. Left leg back, breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart and to mat, step back, low push up. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. When you're empty, left foot forward. Breathe in, reach up. Hands down, step up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Go again. Keeping the rhythm steady. Breathe all the way in. Reach up, mountain pose. 
breathe out, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet, hip distance. Right leg back. Breathe in, reach up. Exhale, take your hands to the mat, step back. You breathe out for Chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Right foot forward. Breathe in and reach. Hands down, step up. Feet together. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, we'll fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Over. Exhale, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe the feet apart. When you breathe out, step the left back way back. Breathe in, reach up. Hands down, step back. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Empty, step, then breathe in and reach up. You exhale. Hands down up front, step up. Breathe in, lift halfway. And take your time on this fold. Pull your abdominals and pull yourself to your legs. Get all the breath out before you reach to stand, mountain pose. Yeah. Yeah. And exhale. Using your breath to pace and to get everything out of that fold. And then that half lift to heel the feet apart. We're going to step the right foot back. On the inhale, bow pull left elbow toward the ceiling. Open the arm. Then left hand to the mat. We're going to step the left foot back. Walk the hands back to your feet. Sit into the lowest squat you got with your hands on the floor for support. And then lift your hips and wrap your arms around your legs. Hug in. Let your head drop. On your inhale, release your hands walk about. High plank, the longest plank you got. To low. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. And we're going to step the right foot forward. Bow pull right elbow toward the ceiling. Just open when you exhale. The right hand's coming down and you're going to step the back foot up, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, and reach up. Excellent. 
really get accentuate the reach. Then exhale, we'll fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe the feet apart. Left leg back. Press your feet down as you bow the right elbow toward the ceiling. Actively press both feet down evenly. And then right hand down. Step your right foot back. Walk your hands back. The hand supporting you on the floor anywhere out there. Bend down into a low squat. Bow forward. Hug in. Wrap the arms around the legs. Get there. Then undo it. Walk your hands out. Idle low. We'll breathe in. Upward facing dog. We'll breathe out. Downward facing dog. Then left foot forward. Big step. Press evenly into both feet as you open into bow pull twist. Really press the feet down. And exhale. Hands back to the mat. Step your back foot up. Together breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold. Good. On your inhale, reach to standing mountain pose. As we like, lift your heart, fan your fingers up. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Then plant your hands, step back. High or low position. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot halfway up the down dog and out toward the edge of the mat. Just spin your heels for now. Just spin the heels over to the left. Keep your both keep both hands down. Edge your left hand, just inch it a little bit uh, forward. So it's beyond your shoulder toward the front of the mat. Then we'll open the right arm. Bow pull the right arm open. Right shoulder stacks over left. Pull your heart forward. Bring your right fingertips to your sternum. Pull your sternum toward your front wall. And then we'll do a little side bend action with this right arm stick. So instead of having to reach straight up, go palm toward the floor. Now bring your awareness to your back foot. Press the outer edge of the foot down. And with that action, lift. Right. So there's the outer edge of the foot pressing the mat. Squeeze the leg tight. Breathe in, reach. Then right hand down. Step back to down dog. Bend knees to the mat. Sit your hips to your heels. Child pose. Quick feelings check. Did you make a discernible difference in your body when you focused on the outer edge of the foot? Did you get the lift there? Cool. For a lot of us, cool, excellent. The ankle wants to turn in. Did you notice that you could like, your ankle kind of was supporting and then you pressed down the ankle like got into its, its right alignment. That's what we're going for. We want the outer edge of the foot to be the grounding force on that. 
and uh, sometimes the ankle will just turn. And um, for those of you who've ever rolled an ankle, not fun stuff, right? So stabilizing the ankle joint, a really good side effect of this posture. Now that we've had a little break from it, come on up to hands and knees and then down dog. In the down dog, we're going to take the slow right or left foot. Left foot is going to step halfway up. We're going to spin the heels over to the right. Right hand is going to step just a little out in front of the shoulder. So that you've got definitely the wrist in front of the shoulder. When you turn open, you're going to stack the left shoulder over the right. And then reach for your front wall, palm down. Then back foot, or maybe you already did it. Find the outer edge and lift the leg. And what you'll notice is the ankle, will, maybe it wasn't bent. For many of us, it, it was a little bent to the side. Right? But even if it wasn't, the ankle stability comes online there. Keep that. And so the outer edge of the back foot, the heel of the foot that's out to the side, that inner ring of knuckles on the right hand, especially the thumb and first finger. Breathe in, reach long. Breathe out, left hand down. Step back down dog, bend your knees, hips to heels. Breathe. That's another one of those, like, I just I love this about yoga. It's like the engagement there is going to give you more strength in your body, if you practice that over time, if you practice grounding the outer edge of the foot and lifting the lower leg, right? It's gonna give you more strength on the outer hip and inner thigh. And it's gonna be safer for your ankle. So the more advanced you get at yoga, right? The, the more technically proficient you get, it gets safer. Whereas like acrobatics, uh, no shade on acrobatics, they're awesome. But like the more you do circus stuff and uh, contortion stuff, the worse it is for for the body. But with yoga, right, making it harder, making it more challenging, doing this thing that's called progressive overload, like working harder each time, actually makes you safer. Safety third. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. On an inhale, right leg up and back, squeeze it tightly, reach long. We're going to walk the hands back toward the left foot into something like a standing split. You don't have to go that far. You might walk your hands in close and you might take the left hand to the ankle. You might want to take both hands to the ankle. Be loose with those. Slow release of that. You're going to walk out to three-legged dog, and then to one-legged plank. Then more reasonably, we're gonna set the right foot down for low push-up, upward-facing dog, and downward-facing dog. On an inhale, left leg up, tighten it. Right, so that leg tightens, you're working harder, and you're supporting your sacroiliac joint so again, harder is actually better. Keep squeezing the upper leg as you walk your hands back towards standing split. 
continue to reach through the upper leg. Right hip may try to shift out to the side. That's the leg just um, trying to take on that weight of the upper limb. Squeeze the upper leg to keep the standing hip joint it kind of relatively light. And then you can go with one hand. You can try uh, alternating hands. You can try both hands to the ankle. Breathe here. Squeeze the upper leg. Let it hold its own weight. And then inhale, walk your hands back up to down dog. And that one-legged plank just for a moment. Foot down for chaturanga. Then upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Pause and notice your hips, the outer hip. Front of the hip, inner thigh, glute and hamstring muscles. On your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind. Bend the knee. Big step to the outside of the right hand. Bring back knee down. Point your back to a straight back. Squeeze the leg. Press the back foot down. And turn your right toes out to the diagonal. Pull the right heel into the mat. And then left hand can go, I'm sorry, right hand can go to the thigh to stack the shoulders in a twist. Or bend the back knee, reach back, catch the foot. Catching the foot, bend the elbow and pull the heel toward the sitting bone. So front of thigh opener there. Then the hand in this particular situation is over by the baby toe, thumb up. You're going to reverse it. You're going to go hand to the inside of the foot, thumb down. Rotate your upper body back toward the front of the mat. Drop your chin in like we did in the beginning of class. Chin to collarbone. And continue to draw the heel toward the sitting bone. And breathe in. And breathe out. Back to a neutral spine. Release the foot slowly. Hands to your mat. You're going to walk the front foot over into pigeon. If pigeon's not for you, feel free to take a modification. Otherwise, we're going to come down over the front foot. Breathe here. Press your front shin bone down. Press the back foot down. Reach through the toe. So that's another place where in this uh, pose, the ankle might try to sickle in. Not really a bad thing. And, and this is kind of a style choice. But also if you keep pointing through the toe and you keep the ankle aligned well, back leg will stay engaged more. It's a good thing. Breath in. Breath out. With your next inhale, you're going to walk up to your hands. We're going to do something a little different, a little off script. You're going to bend the back knee like a hurdler. 
So uh, the back knee is just going to bend out to the side. And uh, then the front leg, you're going to bring that heel to center. And the, uh, the front leg is now going to take half Tarasana. So that pose we started with, with the uh, right angle of the knee, the heel kind of out. So you've got back leg bent into hurdler. And then the front limb, front limb, your front leg in Tarasana. Lift up, hinge at your hip, and then left hand to the right heel. Bow to the right heel. And forehead gets, you know, onto that line of longitude. We're good. Doesn't need to get all the way down to uh, the heel itself. But if it does, it does. If it does and you want to, you know, be fancy, you could then put the foot uh, behind your head. You know, just put your put your nose on the floor and the foot behind your head if that feels good to you. Um, yeah. And if you don't want to show off or anything, like you can just stay right here. On your inhale, come on up to your hands. We're going to lean off onto the right side. Bring the back leg around. Tarasana, both feet together. Lift up and bow. So forward fold in. I think when it gets to putting the foot behind the head, um, there's just one basic rule that you want to like, just kind of follow. Um, besides, the first rule is probably like, you know, leave it alone, go get a beer. Uh, the, the second rule, like if, if you're not going to go get a beer, is that if you're going to put the foot behind your head, don't use your hands. If you can put your foot behind your head with leg strength and mobility, no hands needed, totally fine. If you have to grab your foot and yank your leg and, or even just like pull your leg to get the foot behind the head, it's just not worth it. Right? Most of us don't need that skill in our lives. But if your leg is strong enough and mobile enough that it's a you know just a grand idea to to pick it up and put it back there, I won't stop you. That that seems reasonable. Next inhale, come on up to seated. Cross your feet at the ankles. Hands to the mat. Step back. Down dog. On an inhale, left leg up and back behind. Bend knee, bring it to the outside of the left tricep. Step big into a low lunge, back knee down. And for the majority of us, like working on just getting the knee to the tricep, like forget foot behind the head, just get the knee to tricep. We'll like dial that thing in first. Toes to the diagonal, pull into the front heel. Want your back to a straight back, press that foot down. And you can come to the twist with left hand to thigh. Stack the shoulders, get that, and that's going well. Bend the back knee, catch the foot. You've got the foot for today. Bend the elbow, pull the heel toward the sitting bone. <laughs> Just crying a little bit, just a little. 
breath in. Then you're holding the baby toe side of the foot, thumb up. That's the idea, at least. You're going to switch that to hold the inside of the foot, thumb down. But when you do that, you're going to turn your torso toward the front of the mat. Now I'm crying a lot. And you've got that foot, you've got a lot of pressure on it probably. Dissolve that pressure, be able to take the hand off and the foot stays where it is. Then release it and we're going to walk the left foot across. Let the left shin bone just find where it's going to be. Right, Your hands don't manipulate your foot there. Like just leave them alone, let the leg do itself. Then come up. If you need to micro adjust this, if, if there's stuff that like, yeah, I got my leg there, but it's not comfortable. Try uh, getting your back leg longer, like walk the back foot back. That can sometimes help us sit back into the hip, right? Um, but the answer is not pulling the foot forward. Okay. The answer is in letting the shin bone take the, uh, like the, the, the knee, just take the path of least resistance for it, right? where it's in a really nice hinge that feels good on the knee. Shin bone is whatever alignment allows that. But then for a little more mobility, back foot back, press the back foot down. Flex the front foot. You can kind of do that thing where you work the outer edge of the foot into the mat here and get some really strong work in the, the ankle. Press the front shin down, press the back foot down. It'll be enough. And on our inhale, we're going to walk up to hands. We're going to lean first, so lean to the left, and that's going to allow you the mobility to bend the right leg into that hurdler stretch position. Then the left leg can just move itself over to take the shape of Tarasana. Then your hands, what do they do? Almost always when we're in seated poses, what can the hands do? We do a little arm balance. You press the hands down into the mat, lift the left hip. Be sure you're well aligned on that sitting bone. By well aligned, I mean that it feels uh, decent to sit the way you are sitting. Um, and for some of us, self-included, that involves a slight kind of a change of position for the back leg. So do what you need to do to be on your left sitting bone. Probably not on your right sitting bone, but could be. When you bow forward, it's helpful to have right hand to the heel. That just keeps the left leg from going anywhere. You're not going to push it into any position. You're just going to give it a little uh, isometric stabilization. And we'll breathe.
On your inhale, you're going to walk your hand in. Really lean off to the left. Unweight the right side by leaning left. And then the right leg will bring itself around. That's like most of the time when we feel ourselves wanting to grab the leg and pull. It's just a matter of uh, unweighting it so that you have, you have more dexterity there. We're then going to bring soles of the feet to the floor. Knees parallel. Hold your shin bones here. Press your feet down. You're going to lift spine in. Keep that. You'll twist. Take left hand to the outside, left arm to the outside of the right leg. Press the leg into the arm, arm into the leg. Torso rotates. We breathe. And on an inhale, undo it. Come back to center. Sit tall. Go other side. Key point here, the arm presses the leg, but the leg really presses the arm. Right? And usually once you feel that, once you feel the amount of rotation or the ability to rotate that gives you, like you'll want to keep it. But when we get a little distracted and we will get a little distracted. It'll be easy to kind of push that knee in. Really strongly press the leg into the arm. Keep that breathe. You could even look and just be sure that your knees are staying in line. And then on an inhale, undo it. Come back to seated. Catch your hamstrings. Lift your heart. And then you're going to round the spine back like cat pose. Allow that to just take you down onto your back, hugging the knees in. The knees out to the sides for happy baby. If you have another favorite uh, finisher here that you'd like to take, feel free to do that. If you're taking happy baby, really press your sacrum down. The center of the pose, right there at sacrum. Low back heavy. Feel your breath move and the navel center rise and then pull in. Real sense of centering up here. And then release to Shavasana. Take a few moments to unwind. Be as just essential as you can be. Right. To find yourself in the most comfortable resting posture. And then when you're there, maybe you notice that there's some little micro adjustments to do. Moving the heels further out or adjusting at the hips or moving the shoulder blades out from underneath you. Just take a few moments. Right? So if we go to Shavasana, it's just this really essential movement, just laying ourselves out. And then really tune in. Right? How did you lay yourself down? You don't have to get like too in the weeds about it. But is there anywhere you could adjust and feel more spacious? 
And I'll mention this because a lot of us have our pre-Shavasana routines, little Shavasana warm-ups. Totally cool. Nothing wrong with it. On the other hand, once we get here to rest, right, noticing how we've landed, noticing how the effects of the posture play into our ability to relax is also a good habit to be in. Give yourself a few moments to just understand what your body is saying. And to allow it just the ease of rest for a few quiet moments. And then as you are ready to move again, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. You roll to your right side. Then make your way up to seated. Take a moment here. Again, as you arrive, I feel that you're in your, your most comfortable, most well-adjusted, seated posture, where you can have a breath and feel buoyant, spacious. And we'll bring our hands together at heart center, lifting the center of the chest and the back of the skulls taller without force. Thumbs to forehead center. Take a moment of acknowledgement. For getting yourself here. For staying. Right. For being in this bigger practice. For bringing good to your day. more good in your life, more good on the planet. Thank you all so much for spending your time and your energy on this mat. Namaste. Super well done. Have a great night. See you soon. Bye. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.